Hey everybody, welcome to a new year of Decipher the Media, uh, the podcast where we talk about all things in creative media. Um, after a short break, um, we're finally back with some new episodes. Um, I know that I was going to release these at a more frequent rate, but um, um, I got tied up with a couple other film projects um, back in the fall. Um, which led to um, some things I had to do um, on my own time and um, sort of put this on the back burner in the process. Um, but uh, now that I'm finally uh, um, getting some more free time, um, I'm getting back into um, releasing some more episodes. Um, not going to promise any sort of release schedule at least not just yet, but um, definitely going to try to push them out uh, more frequently this year than I did last year. Um, last year, I only got around to um, putting out three episodes total, um, so not great, but eh, at least it was something. Um, this year, definitely going to push to do more. Um, so um, this will be the first one of the year. And in this episode, uh, I got to sit down with um, my friend Dan Suriano. Um, he is a, uh, a musician uh, for a band, a uh, progressive uh, metal band called Nefel, um, who I actually had uh, the honor of working with uh, back in the fall. That was actually one of the projects that I worked on as I helped them uh, shoot a music video. Um, so that was a great experience. Um, and uh, before that all happened, um, I got to sit down with him and just sort of uh, talk to him about um, what it's like working with the band, um, what it's like for him to uh, work as a guitarist and a songwriter, um, the process of releasing music with the band, um, his whole history with the band and how he got started um, making music for the band and with the other band members. Um, what it's been like to play in live shows, um, the process of uh, songwriting or writing music, um, the, uh, the process of song um, composition, and uh, what all inspires that whole process. Um, so it's very interesting. Um, a, it's a, a very um, music-focused um, episode of Decipher the Media, which is something that um, I haven't really had a chance to touch on much before, um, other than uh, a few little things here and there. So we really get to dive into what it's like to create um, create music, and you know what is it, what the process is like for someone who is uh, very musically inclined. Um, so it's a very interesting if you're someone who loves music or loves to play music um, uh, of any sort or perform music of any sort, um, this episode is definitely for you. Um, so here we are with uh, Decipher the Media, um, episode number 12 with Dan Soriano. Enjoy. Helpful. I'm recording. Oh, is my thing going to keep dinging like that? I'm just going to turn this I heard, off. I heard a ding. Yeah, it's because it... Adobe Creative Cloud is out of storage. 
case you didn't know. Rip. Like the, the 400th time it's told me that it's out of storage. I think you need a new hard drive or something, bro. No, it's the uh, it's a cloud storage. Mm. So unless I pay more money, I don't get more storage. I just want and, that cash, bro. And I'm just not made it. of money, so because you work, Adobe's not getting. You work more. at disclaimer. <laughs> work at <beep. laughs> yeah. Please, uh, you gotta bleep that out in post. Mm-hmm. I'll just edit it out in post. NBD. Are we recording? Beep. We get paid lots of money at our jobs. Yes, we do. I love how much money I get paid. I love all the money that I get paid at my my day job. <laughs> it is great. It is wonderful. We Everyone should work at at <laughs> 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 Um yes. Yes, it is a wonderful company. Um <laughs> I don't know if I should keep that in there or not. Yes. Yes. No, should. probably probably not. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe I'll just bleep it a lot. It would be funnier just, that way. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, do I need to adjust the levels at all? Or is this good? Testing. 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 Whoop, whoop, you are whoop, coming whoop. in a little hot. Whoop, whoop, whoop. You are testing. Very, you are very hot. You're not the first person to tell me that today. Oh, that is the wrong thing that I'm adjusting. There. <laughs> yeah. Who else told you that today? Mmm is closed that information is confidential i thought you were gonna close that window bro oh i was you should sorry <laughs> it's okay just you don't uh, want to get it have people cheering at you while you're talking i say something cool and you just hear the screams from outside yay like oh yeah yeah that was a very good point good good, good point <laughs> you need you need somebody or, or like a soundboard of somebody <laughs> doing that kind of thing like yeah. uh do you watch parks and rec yeah, I have watched Parker the whole. The, and, uh, the douche. He's he's got like a guy like the adding douche, sounds at that yeah. like after everything like claps and like sex noises and everything. The douche. The douche. Yeah, that guy's recording. I thought because the that dude is recording over there. We have a cameraman. In Hi, the cameraman. In the corner, it's not really. It's. But we can make it. It's, a, it's a our imaginary illusion. friend the illusion that there is a cameraman they're not magic tricks <clears throat> michael they're illusions <laughs> arrested development yeah nice the final yeah i'm glad you got that reference i feel like not a lot of people watch that show oh, i love that show that's like my favorite comedy actually really, really? yeah i've actually i actually just started watching it like a month or two ago oh really yeah yeah i, I never really like gave it a chance before and now i'm on uh mostly through season four yeah I watch it on my lunch breaks. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. It's a slow progression. It's really it weird. Start too close. No, no, you're fine. It's good. You're fine. I'm just... Testing, testing, one, two, okay. I'm being super anal about it. <laughs> what, because I... You said anal. Yeah, I said anal. Really? You're going to be a child about this? <laughs> All right. So, here we are. I've been trying to get you on my podcast for like months now, and you keep turning me down. I've been me, I've been a jerk about it, but giving me excuses about it. Finally made it. Like mm, I got I got important things to do, like make songs and stuff. Yeah, man. I uh, you know, I work the full time job, media application coordinator by day, guitarist, 
<clears throat> slash um, sleeper at night. Uh, I like to do a lot of sleeping at night. Really helps. Do you do, you you know? do both at the same time sometimes? Yeah, yeah. You can play in I your play sleep. in my sleep. That's pretty impressive. I sleep while I play. I want to see that, honestly. Do you dream about playing? It's actually happened, uh, not not often, but it has, yeah. Once or mm. twice, maybe. Okay. I, I do, you know what? I do remember having a dream once where I, like, basically wrote a song in my sleep. Like, I could hear the fucking, uh, sorry, I probably shouldn't be uh, swearing on the podcast. No, you can, you can say fuck, that's oh, okay. fine. Okay. Okay, cool. I like this better now. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's an explicit podcast. You can nice, say whatever you want. Nice, as long as you label as it, as so no children are, are yeah. mis- misleading. It, it, it is labeled explicit actually <laughs> on the um, you know iTunes and all that. Really, so, you're on iTunes. Yeah, iTunes, excellent. iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, and I still want to try to get on Spotify. I haven't gotten that far yet. It's nice. not hard. Yeah, just, yeah. There's there's services out there that that do that kind of thing. Yeah, you just get Distro it. Kid and CD Baby. I'm on uh, Podbean. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, it might be different for podcasts then, versus music. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm used to like the music ones. Like you can do podcasts on SoundCloud too, which is yeah. I mean that's an easy way to do it. Yeah, just upload the files. That's I guess. how we did our my the first podcast I produced. We did it. We produced it on. Or we put the episodes on SoundCloud, and then I think we moved it off of there when, or we started paying for it or something. Well, I didn't start paying for it. The guy, the host, started paying for it. But um, your your previous one, right? Yeah, my yeah. previous podcast. So now I'm paying for it. But <laughs> yay! No other choice. No other choice. But yeah, it's a it's nice, and then you can just set up an RSS feed to go to the um like the other audio stores like itunes and google play and stuff yeah yeah all in, all in one place that kind of thing yeah yeah and uh yeah and then you just have to kind of well there's like an i think there was like an approval process so it takes a, a couple of days or something and and every time you upload an episode, it takes a while to process it and get it onto the, the store. I don't know if they ch- yeah, have to check yeah. the content or something like that. Yeah, I'm sure there's like some kind of, you know, approval, like you said. I know, at least for the ones that, that I've used, uh, CD Baby specifically, like you can set a release date. You tell them that you want to release that on a certain day and they'll just hold on to it until it's that day. Oh, okay. So it's yeah. like, okay, I'm going to announce this this EP or something to come out on whenever, you know, October 1st. And then once you submit it to them, they'll just keep it. And uh, as soon as October 1st hits, it's it's there. It's nice. out there. I don't, I don't know if it works the same for your uh, those other services, but I like that. That's really cool. So do you use that for like the music that you produce then and all that? Uh, um, yeah, we'll, we'll be using something like that for when the time comes to release this ep okay and um what is the can you talk about the ep yet or not yeah i would i would love to i would love to um so uh i don't think steve was was polite enough to introduce me but 
Well, I do a um, I do a cold open that I record record separately. Oh, okay, okay. So we can just kind of get right into it. We don't have to do official introductions or anything. Like I like that. that. I like that. I yeah. mean, I figured most people already know who I am, but just I mean, so. yeah, you're pretty famous. <laughs> For those that don't, I um. My name's Dan, and I joined this band called Nafel about eh, going on like two years ago. Okay. So, um, the story of the band, at least from my point of view, is that my old band and Nafel, my old band being a friendly gesture, mm-hmm. rock and roll. Um, cool. We opened for a touring. Both both bands opened for a touring band. Um, Thank you, scientist, who Steve and I are both a fan oh, yeah. of. Yeah, I love Sneaky um, Scientist. Their new album is fantastic. Check it out, Terraformer. I still have to check it out. It's I, it's really good. It's not, really good. Album of the year, in my opinion. I was going to pre-order the vinyl thing, and I never did. So. Shame on you, man. Shame on you. I've well, just been streaming it. I'll order it. I've just been streaming it like a thousand times a week. No big yeah. deal. <laughs> Usually, I order vinyls of, like... Yeah, you got a good collection. Yeah, yeah. Like, of artists that i because I, I i don't know i support artists that way but i like feel like i should do that more yeah being an artist myself i just uh, i don't know depends you know if it's like something i really really like I'll, I'll definitely splurge on it but yeah i'm never like sitting there like waiting for the pre-order to happen or something no. yeah but uh yeah so um yeah me and my, my old band and nafel before i joined the band um, we both opened for Thank You Scientist on the same night at the Hard Rock Cafe here in Pittsburgh. And um, basically, uh, the drummer saw me up there, and that, that was like the first time we, we all met. Yeah. And, and they were real complimentary of our sound and everything. They really liked my playing. And uh, a few days or weeks go by. I don't really remember, you know, time frame specifically, but they uh, he reached out to me, the drummer did. And basically told me that, you know, that he had like some kind of falling out with the two um, previous guitarists um, due to creative differences. Like they wanted to, um, they wanted to add a singer, but Nafel has always been an instrumental band. And that was kind of like the ideal behind the band when the drummer founded it in the first place. Oh, gotcha. Um, and, and that was even before those two guitarists joined, they were instrumental. Yeah. Um, so they've always been instrumental. These guys wanted to make it a more vocal present band so they could low-key uh, write easier music. That was kind of like a big part of it was a little bit of laziness in there. Um, so they got kicked out. The bassist at the time became their guitarist, and then they asked me to join. Um and at the time I was working on like a solo guitar EP so I just said I'll stick with that and I I decided to play guitar with them instead of playing bass which is what I was doing for my previous band oh gotcha okay Um, so you're you're all well-rounded there yeah I I like to think so at least I uh you know bass was my main instrument for a while and then I kind of switched over to guitar as of as of joining Nafel I guess yeah um and uh, I really like it, actually. It's a nice change of pace, and it it helps me uh, think musically in a different way, I guess. Yeah. As opposed to, like, writing bass lines and being a bass player. 
It's mm-hmm. uh, more like standouty stuff. Yeah. What is the process for you, like to write the process? Music? It's um, <laughs> it's a uh, a process of ebb and flow, I guess. Okay. Um. I don't know. I don't like a lot of people will be like real definitive about their process. Like, oh yeah, I you know I sit down and I surround myself with candles and I drink a half bottle of liquor. I had a a roommate. Yeah, yeah. I had an old roommate who was all like, oh yeah, dude, I'll take like some codeine and drink like some whiskey and smoke weed and and then I'll start writing. Do a couple lines of cocaine. Yeah, he he was like he had to be like so (laughs) fucked up that he could barely look straight to write his music and i was like that's <laughs> that's why your music sucks but anyway <laughs> we digress we digress um uh but yeah I, I don't know i don't have like a set process or anything it's just um when instrument in that and when inspiration strikes i kind of like to take advantage of that and hone in on that and kind yeah. of just yeah let gotcha. it flow from there like i've had times where I would get up in the morning and like just want to write that day and I wrote like half a song or or like almost a full song outline in like a day or two yeah because it was just like I don't know like it was that was the flow of of that time but like other times I'll, I'll go without writing anything for like not even like a riff or anything for like months yeah, I think that's that's how I do it with writing is like I'll go through periods of time where I just don't have, you know, I just nothing really strikes me, which is fine. I mean, I, you know, I still consider myself a writer if I, even if I go through periods. Oh, where yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's I, not it's not like just because you haven't written anything recently, you're not that thing anymore. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and people say that you should do it regularly to keep up with it. But, you know, it's. I mean, everybody works differently Yeah, and it's not always like, you know, that's whatever, you know, some one person says or does isn't going to be the same for, for another person. So, you know, it's just, yeah, yeah. I get that process where, you know, you're just, you know, you could be anywhere, you know, doing something else and all of a sudden it just strikes you and now you're back into that mode again where you know creatively you're 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 that's, in that mindset that's sometimes like the worst feeling for me because I, I do get that well, what you just described um kind of you know once in a while when, when i'm like out or driving around or something mm-hmm. and i'll have like a music uh, musical idea that just like pops into my head oh, and i can't do anything with like i guess you could like maybe start a recording and just be like yeah that, that sometimes that that works out but like it's it's often it's, it doesn't like once you like actually get back home or whatever to go sit down with your guitar or your instrument and you try to like transcribe it from that vocal recording it doesn't always yeah, come out it how it originally same, had in your same head way you had in your yeah, head. yeah yeah it's like it's like having a you know a dream that you forget the details of when you wake up you know? yeah it's like yeah so exactly vivid, but you kind of like remember but like bits as and you like wake up you like you start to forget that the, the the details of it as yeah, time progresses. Yeah. So. It, it felt like like it felt really uh, really vivid at the time, but you know, yeah, a little time goes by and it's it's kind of yeah fading away. Right. And how do you like like for someone who doesn't understand how music is written? Like, what do you do exactly in the process? Like, just okay. That, that's a good question. Um, yeah. 
So like, okay. Um, I usually start with an idea. Uh, so so as far as um songwriting goes, right, yeah, that's kind of right. what you're asking. Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 So like, you know, I'll start with an idea. Um, it helps if I have an idea that feels like an intro to a song. Mm-hmm. If it's something that that isn't, uh, you know, super complicated or, or something of that nature yeah um that i you know something that can like gently open up a song or, or something like that um that feels more introductory than than something that's more substance based if that makes sense okay yeah. um so that's that's obviously a great starting point and then i'll try to layer that like um a, a specific song that comes to mind um uh, which will be released on our upcoming EP. Mm-hmm. Um, this song is called Bounce House. And um, this is going back to what I kind of said earlier. It's like one of those where I almost wrote most of it in like a day or two because it just like, it flowed really well. Um, and, and the ideas kind of fit together nicely, but um, okay. started with like a clean riff and it was like a pretty simple chord progression with like some some slight fills in there, and then um, added a real basic drum beat because I, I just wanted it to be almost like a simplistic but poppy type sound in, in for this intro, um, and that that's important too I think is like knowing what direction you want a piece to go, like yeah. you can't like have something and start on it but not really like know where it's going right right like it helps to have like okay i want this to sound kind of poppy or i want this to sound really heavy or something idea or a theme yeah yeah theme theme definitely helps too and um that was that was a big part of writing this song was that it was very theme based actually so i I layered like i spent a little while like trying to work on a really catchy melody and eventually came up with something that i really liked and then layered that on top of this opening riff um and then i used that that theme kind of throughout the song in different spots um loosely though like i i didn't like copy the same exact melody the same exact way i'll, I'll like vary it up slightly like change note lengths yeah and, and um so so it sounds like slightly altered or something like that um but still has like it's still uh reminiscent of the opening theme huh that's cool yeah that's that's really cool that's it almost sounds like i mean that's kind of the process i do with writing like stories is so it's kind of sounds similar to songwriting just um starting with a basic idea and then just starting from the beginning and i don't know how i do things is i have the basic skeletal structure in place and then i add layers to each yeah yeah each act no that's in the the, exactly exactly like the same process more or less yeah. yeah okay cool yeah and then um how do you translate it from well, I guess that goes more into music theory is like translating it from paper to actual, is that how you do it? You translate it from paper to, um, 
to like, guitar to, like, or something? To, or? to guitar or... Um, usually the opposite, actually. Because, um, I don't know, when I, when I write, like, we're, like, we're a progressive metal band, so right. it, I, I, don't, I don't like to label us as progressive metal strictly, but, like, because we take other influence from, like, cinematic type music and pop and uh, jazz funk and all, all kinds of stuff really yeah so progressive but um usually progressive stuff is um the songs are compositionally longer than a lot of other songs like right. like our shortest song on this ep is like just shy of six minutes right so um it's hard to remember all that especially when you're like writing it and modifying things down the road um so usually i'll start by writing something on on my guitar, having that idea, and then like messing around with it until it's where I like it, and then I'll take that and tab it out. And there's software that you can use that. Um, and you play a little guitar, so I'm sure you've seen like guitar tabs before. Yeah, yeah. So there's software that you can use that you like just tab it out and you right. type in like one three five for those frets, oh, and okay. it'll yeah, yeah, put yeah. the notes onto the staff for you. Because I'm not like super theory based when okay, i do yeah. stuff i mean like i like to consider theory when i'm writing and when i'm um actually like playing guitar mm-hmm. but like i don't like reading sheet music and i've never been like yeah it's focused more, on that yeah yeah it's more of like your processes as you said it's yeah based on just playing and just getting it to where you want it to be yeah yeah it's uh the way i see it like theory versus tab or um not theory um uh notation like music traditional music notation yeah versus tabs it's like two ends to the same mean right you right. know what i mean right two two means to an end yeah two means to the same end you know just um, because yeah yeah like some people i mean you don't have to be classically trained in music to get the concept down yeah yeah exactly exactly okay. especially uh guitarists often joke that guitar isn't a real instrument because we don't like have to read sheet music you know because <laughs> we right. can just read tabs you know Whatever. right right <laughs> um but no I, I still like to to treat it with like i guess the respect of of being an instrument and you know keep trying to keep the the foundation of, of theory fresh but still, it, it helps to not, like, confine yourself mm-hmm. to uh, traditional theory because then you can, I don't know, that stuff gets boring when you do that. Right. Like, you can kind of, like, box yourself in and, like, uh, designate yourself to rules, quote-unquote rules that aren't necessarily rules. They're not supposed to be taken as that. It's It's more like... A foundation for how things not should but can be yeah and you want to i mean i mean everybody wants to kind of think outside the box yeah exactly exactly i uh don't want to be combined by those rules yeah and and i I find that the more you like try to stick in with like theory and uh, the more your stuff just kind of sounds generic right um i mean i'm not like super advanced with my theory or anything so that kind of helps, I think, with yeah. outside thinking. Okay. And writing like chord progressions, for instance, that. Yeah, because you're not thinking in that. The traditional mindset. You're really 
you know, taking it in a direction that, like, someone who was trained in that probably would not because they're just so used to Yeah, that, exactly. That they, like, they know, you know, in the back of their mind, they're like, okay, it has to be, like, this type of chord progression, one, four, five, or something like that, which is, like, a real common chord progression. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, like, I, I'll maybe use that as a foundation or something and then kind of expand on it and like add something like totally ballpark yeah. or out of the ballpark that that doesn't necessarily fit in okay but it still does yeah and i, I like to try to find ways to make it fit in cool yeah yeah and, experiment um, you know and then how does the um the other instrument like it when you your bandmates how do they <laughs> Yeah, getting that getting that noise Disclaimer, in there. Uh, honey Holly water bottles. Sponsor this is, me. <laughs> this is, we don't have any sponsors for this podcast. I, I don't, yeah. I'm not that popular. And why am I here? <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, I mean, we we have lots of listeners. Dozens sending money all the time. Dozen, dozen. There's, there's they dozens send, send of us. donations and there's dozens of us. Another, gifts another arrest development reference there i missed that one what was that what is that from the the, the um never nudes oh There's yeah yeah tobias us. and his, his dozens <laughs> jean underwear yeah <laughs> so a- anyway what was i saying um something about other instruments maybe yeah so how does that how do you work together with others to write music then ah that's that's the hard part Okay. actually <laughs> um i mean not not necessarily um i i do find like i get the most writing done kind of on my own um because sometimes like i just it helps to just kind of like i don't know sit alone in your room and just write and try to work on something until yeah. you get some ideas down mm-hmm. um but I would definitely say that um, when it comes to, like, instrumentation, because I, I guess that was kind of, like, your question. Yeah. Um, other instruments. Like uh, like I said a few minutes ago, we're, we're, we get influence from a lot of other things, especially, like, cinematic music. So that kind of thing. Like, me and, and our drummer, Jake, will spend a lot of time, like, up in, uh, in his space. <clears throat> um trying to find ways to add layers and backing tracks to our songs yeah um orchestral arrangements things like that because I, I really like having like big like violins and cellos and yeah that kind yeah. of thing like just to add add a lot of substance to the music mm-hmm. even if it's not like front and center it's good to have it like as a layer and it builds like emotion and, and yeah. feel in the in the music yeah, like sort of john williams type feel yeah yeah john yeah. williams or danny elfman or um yeah. hans zimmer especially right, those right. are like some of the those big names yeah they're, they're fantastic um fantastic music music movie 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 mm. music score composers right um so yeah we get we definitely get influence from from people like that and try to incorporate extra instrumentation and layers into our stuff Mm -hmm. and that's definitely um more easy to do as a group i think because we can kind of bounce ideas off of each other like okay what if we had like this kind of part here or something like that yeah um but just like 
casual riff writing as opposed to like orchestration i think uh i do better on my own okay yeah i've definitely come up with some of my favorite riffs just like sitting alone playing my guitar right and um when you're playing with others do you have like a i guess you did say you have a space that you you kind of do it in yeah yeah um we uh jake has this uh he's got like this really really nice like thousand dollar suite of native instruments complete sponsor us um (laughs) (laughs) we use uh native instruments um complete it's a uh extremely accurate and versatile bunch of sounds like a sound bank okay um it has strings and synthesizers and woodwinds and pianos and drums and basses everything you could ask for and imagine sounds that you've probably never heard of but Mm -hmm. always wanted to hear like that kind of thing like anything you can think of you can like make this sound like that yeah um and and so yeah we'll we'll just use that to to layer up our tracks and add atmosphere and uh harmony and other instrumentation in there yeah and then um because unfortunately we can't hire a uh orchestra to (laughs) to play these parts for us really unfortunately not hire like the pittsburgh orchestra yeah i mean that that would be the dream honestly that would be that would be fantastic like the, those, because I, I know that there's um, I forget who it was there um somebody who made a a short film like actually hired like a like I don't know if it was like a bunch of student um like student orchestra or something from a school hmm. and they like brought him into a recording studio and did the soundtrack for the movie. Really, like a local movie or uh, yeah, like an a big, it was a local movie. movie. Huh. I remember reading about it and i was like oh that's really cool Man, I, I would imagine they got some kind of budget or were able to pay them yeah somehow i think, I think yeah. there was some sort of budget on it but that definitely that definitely helps yeah, yeah but you know just an idea for the future when you're you're making bank off of your music and that would be nice that would be nice <laughs> yeah have... there's uh, i know like uh two totally different artists came to mind when when talking about that um Tenacious D actually did a, a sh- I don't know if it was a one-off show or a series of shows. Um, I think at at what's what's the place called like Red Rock or something in Colorado. Okay. Yeah. Um, where they hired a huge orchestra. Uh, okay. To yeah. play behind them, which would I would have loved to go see that because Jack Black and Kyle Gass are oh, they're amazing. amazing. <laughs> yeah, I remember when they were coming to Pittsburgh. Yeah. And tickets sold out like. Within that was so disappointing. The first couple minutes, I, I really wanted to go to that. Sale. I yeah. was I was pretty bummed about that. That was really sad. Yeah. Really sad. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, they, I know they did something like that where they hired a whole orchestra of, of people to to play with, and um, a little lesser known name, Devin Townsend. I don't know if you know him. Yeah, I do know. Do Devin you know? Townsend? Yeah, yeah, he's he's kind of out there. I'm I'm not like the biggest fan of his music, but I can definitely respect his um his compositional compositional skills mm-hmm. like he can he can write some like really great orchestral stuff and it goes from super super heavy to like the prettiest most lush sounds that you'll yeah. ever hear 
like in, in the blink of an eye too and it's it's really really wild but he yeah. does he does he does what he does really well i know that um was it uh casey crescenzo and uh the deer hunter do oh a lot yeah of, yeah a lot of that type of music i don't know if he like like if he has like well he actually released his own um orchestra album like he had he had uh, like not attached to the deer not, hunter. not attached to the deer hunter he did a whole like it was just a live orchestra like recording and he actually got uh, real people to record this yeah nice it was nice. like really cool i don't know what his process is i should check that out that would be in the deer hunter but yeah he uh, did this thing it's under his name casey Chris. he's he's Crescenzo, the main guy Crescenzo, right he's the main or, i forget how to pronounce his main guitarist name. or singer yeah he like produces all the music for yeah, it yeah. like he's like the sole band member and, and then he just has a you know some other people who they're a good uh around. good example of what we're talking about because they uh, I, I don't know a lot of their music but from what i've heard and seen they they do very um almost like like musical mm-hmm. like like theatrical yeah it stuff. is very theatrical like i love that 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 theatrical feel to it like yeah. it feels like they're putting on a play or a show yeah exactly exactly and and the albums are titled like act numbers aren't they yeah yeah like some act of, one through most, five I most think. of them They've or at least a few yeah offshoot stuff but um yeah because he's uh it's like um it, they're concept albums where they're based around an actual story that mm. he he wrote and the songs are parts of that story it's like kind of like um, what Cody and Cody and Cranberry, yeah. I was, yeah. I was thinking about that too. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what they do. They do like it's based on like a, a story, characters that's and a story, and characters and all yeah. that stuff, and then the songs are like what you know, just musical pieces that tell that story. To tell the story, yeah. yeah, just just like a musical almost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Man, I always thought that was really impressive. Like, definitely not something I would have the uh, the imagination or yeah. or time to to think about. Um, but people that do that, you got to respect that. Like that's oh, a very, very absolutely. like, very wide uh, way of putting a lot of different things together: mm-hmm. storytelling and music and, and composition. And yeah, it's, it's just kind of mind-boggling that yeah, people it's, it's, people can come up with all that stuff. Yeah, you really have to just know what to like. Not, not only be talented musically to you know think up this to write this stuff but to just be able to coordinate all of that that too yeah into like yeah. an album you know that's that just amazes me you have to be a storyteller a, a composer um right you know an instrumentalist if if you're the one playing the music yeah just a jack of all trades mm. basically yeah you just have to have some real real talent for that and you know i never really really thought about that until we we talked to you know we're talking as we're talking about it now yeah yeah that's uh man definitely something to consider a lot of work that goes into that oh yeah i can't imagine how long it takes so where um where are you at with the with your process now basically well um speaking of can't imagining not being able to imagine how uh how long something takes we've are we are about, I want to say roughly 18 months into this. Okay. Um, four songs, four song EP. <laughs> yeah. So that, that um, to break it down, that kind of includes about six months of writing. 
I think. I, I don't know the exact, you know, time frame that this all happened in, but I want to say about six months of writing. Um, then I recorded bass over the course of, like, maybe two or three months. And um, another thing that, that kind of delayed the process, keep in mind, was the producer we're using um, had a, a pretty limited schedule because... Um, one, he works every other weekend. So okay. we basically only had the weekends that he was off to really like sit down and dig into the recording process. Ah, gotcha. So um, that kind of made things take twice as long, almost, just, just about. Right. Um, but at the same time, he was also producing, um, mixing and mastering two rap albums for different rappers um not even from here actually uh from somewhere else (laughs) (laughs) um one one might be from here i don't i don't remember the details exactly but um shout out to marvelous and suavsky you guys are you guys are awesome (laughs) cool yeah yeah i i heard this stuff that they released together and uh, jimmy jimothy glass jimmy glass um he uh he he's a man of magic. He knows what he's doing. He made that those tracks sound incredible. Oops. Nice. Just knock that um uh, knock the table you're here. Just you're breaking everything. <laughs> might be, might be. Um but yeah, Jim Jimmy did a great job. Um so if you need some mixing work, his name is Jimothy Glass on Facebook. Look him up. He will hook you up and make your tracks sound beautiful hmm. i was popping the, the we're, we're popping bottles back here popping, bottles. popping champagne pop champagne <laughs> on a water break mm-hmm. um but yeah he so he was doing those those two rap albums kind of at the same time as we were like recording this um, yeah wow that's a that's a lot to yeah to take on. yeah and then eventually like I had an idea of just um, because he has he has like a a nice piece of gear that we used to record and eventually I was like well can I just take it home and record the rest on my own and then that's kind of what we did from that point on Um, because it wasn't wasn't too big or anything so I just brought it home and like plugged it into my home studio setup and started recording the rest of the tracks back on my own yeah Um, and that definitely sped things up quite a lot um the only the main problem with guitar recording though was that we had another member um your cat is i turned the the keyboard okay yeah that's why i just switch it off when she's nearby cat's laying on the keyboard she's comfy though she's comfy yeah that's all that matters (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah our uh the reason the guitars took so long was because right as I was finishing up recording my own parts. And, uh, you know, we're, we're an instrumental prog band, so our music is 90% guitar. Right. Um, we, as, like, just, just right as I was almost finished recording my own guitar parts and ready for the next guy to step in and, like, start doing his, he kind of quit the band. Oh. So um, we were not really sure what to do then. Okay. 
And so I was like, oh, we were trying to brainstorm, like, okay, do we, do we find some guy that's really good in the in the Pittsburgh music scene and have him record all these parts? Uh, do yeah. we, you know, hire somebody or do we just like spam Facebook and get people to do, you know, try to look for somebody on there? And then eventually I was just like, fuck it, I'm gonna learn all these parts on my own because I'm, I'm, you know. I wrote half these songs, but you know, like some of the parts were um, leads and, and more complicated things that he wrote that he added to the songs that I'd never touched because he was always playing them for me. Yeah. Um, so I, I didn't really, it was something I'd never really had to consider. Um, so I was just like, mm, screw it. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to learn these. I'm going to get them down and I'm going to record them on my own. We don't need to find somebody else. I'm just going to do it. Um, you know, just like like Thanos. Fine, I'll do it myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that yeah, I I pulled a Thanos and uh, wiped out half the universe's population, and here we are. <laughs> oh, you asshole! <laughs> wow. Uh, so you know, that, things are perfectly balanced. So. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, um. I I I got nothing. <laughs> um, but how long did that take you to? do all that then to like learn probably, learn all this it parts. wasn't as bad as i thought it would be okay i don't know i don't know why like i was hesitant to do it at first just because uh, like i don't know i was just like used to him playing and so i was like oh man i gotta learn all these other parts now in addition to all the ones that i already have on my own but it, it really wasn't that bad like i would i would kind of like take it section by section and like one difficult part at a time and just like I learned that, get it down really well, record it, move on to the next one, and just keep that up over uh, probably the course of a month, maybe to to really just finish off all these yeah. extra parts. Hmm. Um, so I, I did that. I I've finished uh, editing those tracks, and then um, about a, a month ago, we uh, compiled everything that I recorded on my own back into the projects on Jimmy's computer. Yeah. Lined everything up, and then I um, I started editing the tracks, too. So now that all the edits are done, we just have to... Uh, Jimmy's just got to mix it, and that's kind of it. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's we great. are Things are going really well for that. It's pretty damn close. Pretty damn close. Yeah. So you don't have, like... A re- release date per se, but you know that it's, nothing, it's getting there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely getting there. Um. Nothing permanent or nothing definitive yet. Um. But if I had to guess, I would say like November, December. We're yeah. really shooting for for that. Cool. Because we don't want to push this into 2020 because it's just been way too long already. Yeah. Um, yeah. So kind of kind of go into crunch mode and yeah get yeah that, get that hashed out I, I think that's a pretty reasonable goal though give it like two three months max yeah even right. even, even two is plenty reasonable enough right um and then how does that so you, you you know you record the process you have it all in place it's out it's out there to the public and everything now you have to you know now you're going to play those songs live to an audience how does that translate because obviously 
the parts that you wrote and that you recorded you can't do that all live mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. what what do you do there well we um compositionally we try to to limit the guitar tracks going on at the same time to like two or three max okay so that, that we so we don't have to like you know i don't, I don't want to say fake it but like backtrack it or something right um because it, it's it's easy to do like have one person playing rhythm guitar and one person taking a, a lead or a solo or something like that mm -hmm. um because that's that's how like most bands are set up right um so that that's kind of what we do in, in a live setting um we we have you know i know what my parts will be our other guitarist i um somebody i forgot to mention we had somebody take the place of the guy that left and he's been doing great um his name is cr and he's he's a fantastic guitarist and he's really dedicated like enjoys practicing the songs and really likes what we're doing musically cool um and, and we all mesh well together so um awesome. he, he's been awesome for this whole process so far um but yeah so I, I know my parts cr knows his parts um we like kind of you know divvied those up in the in the tabs and the notation that we have um and so you know we both know what we're supposed to play um and as far as like other instrumentation goes maybe uh, uh, that's what you were getting at too um we have backtracks that we'll just send to uh to front of house and oh okay you know, just, uh, there's like a mp3 file or, or something um that just goes through the pa speakers at a, at a live show and oh I, I didn't plays, know that plays through that's you know. how that works yeah like, yeah and, and a lot of bands do that actually like i'm sure you've, you've seen bands where there's like weird intro noises or something like that or like a build up like a volume swell or yeah just random sound effects thrown into their live set it's like where's that coming from and it's just probably just an mp3 file <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's cool kind of like seeing what's going on behind the curtain yeah or, yeah yeah so um how much how much have you guys played live so far? Did do you, or have you done a lot of shows in the past already? Well, we've done one show. <laughs> I, I've done one show with the band, and that was uh, before that other guitarist left. Um, and shows haven't necessarily been a priority. Right, you're more in the recording process. Yeah, we've right just now. been like really just trying to get the EP done. Yeah. Um, but it also uh, doesn't help that we don't have the EP out because, you know, if you're if you're trying to play a show, especially if uh, if you're trying to open for a touring band or something like that, um, and you you hit up some uh, what do they call like a promoter or whatever, um, they're gonna be like, okay, well, what what you got? You know, yeah, like, they, they, they want to hear something. You can't just be like, "Oh, we're just gonna play some stuff," and they'll just be like, "Okay." Yeah, you're exactly, good. exactly. They want to yeah. know that you're like active and that you have content and music out. And the last thing the band put out was before I even joined, so it's like two years old at this point. Right. Um. So they go to you know the Facebook page or something. They see like, oh, single from 2017. Pass. Um. So we we haven't been trying that actively to get shows but um once 
this comes out, we have a lot of content and um, videos and, and playthrough type things planned for that, mm-hmm. which uh, I will be doing with you. Yeah, actually, on that note. Yeah. So we, uh, yeah, we we have a video planned to to uh, to record um, of you guys playing the the one song, um, and uh, that's going to be a cool process. We have a location. Um, still got to scout out that location. So once we do that, then it's more or less figuring out how we want to shoot it. And I'm getting some of my guys on board, and then you know you'll you'll have your your bandmates. And yep, yep. More uh, more stuff for you guys to figure out because uh, I'm not the uh, the video right. video dude, right? Vis- yeah, video we'll, visionary. But yeah, we'll we'll get the shots in place and kind of get you know obviously part of the process is collaborating with you guys and knowing what you want and what you want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once we are all on the same page then it all it is is putting together um a shots list a um the blocking for the the shoot um scheduling everything and then just going for it and recording it yeah man i'm i'm really excited because it, it helps to have like a professional group or even, even just an individual um with with this kind of experience and, and background because like that's obviously not something i've dabbled with like uh, i can set up a camera in my room and record my playing a riff or something but like right this is this is totally different and uh when, when you have like a direct uh, director's you know di- directive vision um that that really helps kind of make it professional and bring it all together yeah and i've, I've kind of always wanted to do a project like this um i just didn't have the means or, or the know-how to do it yeah I've, or the I've, equipment for that matter. i mean this is a project <laughs> that i've been wanting to do for a while i've done every other types of videos possible but m- music videos or playthrough videos or anything you know relating to that yeah yeah it's it's something i haven't really had a lot of experience with and i that's why i jumped at the the chance to do something like this yeah and we're we're basically uh we feel the same way we feel yeah. the same way and i'm bringing on my buddy ian who's also been on the podcast before um who you just met actually a little mm-hmm. bit ago he's going to be helping with it he's done music videos before so he has a lot oh, of perfect, experience perfect. and he has that director's vision that i might might be lacking in because i don't do a lot of directing i'm more on the camera side of things yeah, the time. Like that kind of thing so it's nice that you know to bring him on and have his vision and his ideas to sort of put to work this whole big plan of how we can do these things and we have the locations down like i said and so we'll just have to sort of scout it out and hopefully get something in place in the next couple of weeks because unfortunately I, or fortunately for me i'm yeah. going away on vacation oh darn how unfortunate <laughs> um in two days and i'll be gone for a whole week so that's you know but i'll be working through stuff while while i'm still on vacation probably because i want to put out these podcasts and yeah well enjoy your vacation man and yeah. uh we can cross that bridge when you get back yeah so I it's just work I, then and I love doing this this kinds of these kinds of things and 
I'm sure as you love to write music and stuff, yeah. this is sort of my hobby, my my thing to do, these projects and you know, the writing portion. Yeah, how I was. Uh, I think I even said this to Ian when I was meeting him briefly downstairs. Uh, it's it's good to have like a creative outlet outside of work. Right. Especially like, you know, we, we both work at the same place, so we kind of know that it's not necessarily a very creative job. Right. And it can have its moments. Yeah, it can, it definitely, can definitely have its, have moments, its moments. But for the most part, I wouldn't say it is. Um, but it helps, you know, you get home and you got some personal creative project to work on. And mm-hmm. it's uh, encouraging. Yeah, it definitely is. We all have to have our outlets. And, you know, they say... <clears throat> Um, to do what you love. I mean, the reality of it is you can't always do what you love as a career. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, unfortunately that's, for, that's not like the most lucrative or even possible for a lot of people. Yeah. It's just, I mean, there's a lot of things that can factor in money, location, resources who you resources know. who you know how you get that in mm-hmm. i mean you can really work hard to get in there but it all depends on you know how how much you're willing to work and how long it's gonna take and sometimes it's just you run out of the the money the time the energy to do that and you know i've run into that in the past i'm not discouraging anyone to yeah i mean I, i've heard of uh you know, you know, like the Black Keys, for instance. I I heard they're they're kind of uh, come up in s- stories that they were a band for like ten years or more before they actually got noticed for anything. Yeah, the um. And now they're huge. What was it? I mean, they they were still pretty popular, a pretty popular indie band, but Portugal the Man. Oh yeah, yeah, and then they had that one song. They had that one song that just blew up and yep. was a number one hit or something. Yeah, now now they're huge too. I'm sure they're selling out stadi- uh, stadiums. And yeah, tours. and it was like before that they released like at least five or more albums before that, and yeah, they've been yeah. around for years. But it was just that one song that finally. That all. That's sometimes that's all it takes. Right? Yeah, <laughs> you just one song to get noticed. And yeah. It's, it's just amazing how that happens, but it's definitely, um, I mean, definitely work at your dreams and don't give up because that's not what yeah. I'm saying. Keep it's at just it. Like, Keep on keeping but, on. You know, life, life, life is life and you can't always expect the perfect outcome to everything, but yeah. you know, it's a, it's a good, still, you still got to work at outlook. what you love doing and. I mean, that's what we do. We we have a day job, and then we have our our know, nighttime gigs, so our nighttime speak. gigs and yeah, stuff yeah. we love doing on the side. So, um, and hopefully one day maybe we can do that full time. That's that's the dream, really. Yeah, that's it the kind dream. of is. <laughs> so, what do you have? Um, I don't know. What what else do you have coming up, or do you, would you want to promote? Do you, do you still do your solo stuff? Not really. Um, before I joined the band, I was thinking about um, continuing that. Yeah. And then they kind of—that's like when they hit me up, and so I've just kind of been using whatever I wrote right for Nafel now. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I—I I, I think that's fair because it's—I I like being able to work with other people yeah. on this kind of thing too because like they 
throw ideas at you and you know it's more of a collaborative collaborative process plus uh, our drummer is is fucking ridiculously good and it helps no, to good. have somebody who's like really talented behind the drums um writing drum parts because my drum parts suck i can't write drums for shit <laughs> <laughs> to be completely honest mm-hmm. um so yeah that, that that helps a lot um and just you know just working with other people is nice it's fun and it's yeah. rewarding i'm sure it also helps to take take off some of the workload of definitely it. that too and just i've made really good friends because of it yeah i think that's <laughs> that's another uh, uh benefit there making friends look at yeah, you yeah yeah um <laughs> do you think you'll ever maybe somewhere down the road just do some solo stuff as like a side project or maybe maybe it depends uh depends i don't know where nafel goes musically and i don't know depends on a lot of things i guess yeah did you say what happened to you because you said you were in another band right so is that yeah is yeah that done, um, or is it um uh i don't hmm that's an open-ended question uh, <laughs> you guys are just sort of taking a break sort of like we um so so the reason it, it kind of like fizzled away is because i went to duquesne okay our singer and guitarist went to uh, West Virginia University. All right, so a bit of a distance there. <laughs> yeah, and our drummer went to Pitt, and he was a year younger than us. Gotcha. So we were gone, like, you know, for a whole year while he was still in high school. Oh, wow. Um, and we, we still, like, I think we still played at least a few shows during that time. Like, we played with Thank You Scientist together two years ago. So, you know, that was, that was yeah. I was still, like... It's pretty recent. I was, like, a ge- junior, I think, in, in college. Okay. Um... When, when we played that show together and uh what was i gonna say um but yeah we all we all kind of like went our separate ways and everything and then um the, our guitarist slash singer he uh joe he wanted to kind of do his own thing um yeah. little shout out to joe leetrick he uh good dude he He's very talented. <laughs> he um, he he does like a singer songwriter thing. Okay. And he um, at first he went by Hank the businessman, Hank and like he had like this man. whole shtick where he'd be like Hank the businessman, business businessman by trade, and you know do this handshake <laughs> thing, and he would wear like a suit suit and tie to all his gigs, or maybe just like a you know button up shirt with a tie and everything. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, it was it was kind of. It was fun. It was definitely fun, but it was kind of corny, and I think he realized that because after a while he decided to drop that and just go by Joe Leetrick, his, his name. Yeah. Um, and then that's that's when he started making music under under that. Um, and uh, he did this whole project where it was called Project 28 where he would put out a song every month, like okay. a, a single. Um, instead of like an EP or an album or something like that, he would do like one song a month. Um, and now he's like, he's, he's still doing that. Um, he's he's doing like guitar beats kind of on the side. Like he'll like come up with like a little, just like a progression or something. And then um, a producer will um, 
maybe buy it or a lot of them a lot of the ones he does are, are free but I, I think he's he's made some money off of some of the other ones um oh, okay so for like a like a sound database or something like that or yeah this... yeah, yeah so, sort of it's more like a, his own personal version of that like it's i don't think he's signed up through anything oh like, okay it's not like yeah. I don't, he might have done something with splice but i don't think it was like that okay in detailed but yeah yeah it's it's mostly just like like posting a video on youtube it's like you you know link below to the thing um tag me in the the comments or, or something or like tag me in uh when you release the track just say like featuring my name you know that kind of thing yeah so as long as he gets credit for it he's like here here's a sample just you know tell people about me that kind of thing yeah um, cool. and it seems to be working out for him. He moved to Nashville a few months ago. Wow. So he's, he's pretty dedicated, I would say. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So maybe someday you guys might do a reunion show or something. That would be cool. Or at least at least I'm hoping for a reunion EP cuz I actually uh wrote like <laughs> I wrote like three or four songs and sent them to them and I've been waiting for them to write something for me. Oh, okay. I just wrote like a bass part, like like a bass outline of an entire song, and I'm like, here, add drums, add guitar, throw me something back, and I'm still waiting on well, all of that. I'm sure everyone you know has their own lives, to live yeah, and yeah, that, as we do, and have our day jobs. Yeah, and, stuff. And, and I definitely, I definitely respect that. The drummer actually, uh, he just started like his uh, what is it, a doctorate program? Oh wow! Math, doctorate in math. Oh, not not okay. like a medical doctor, not but, a medical doctor, but still, still, still a doctor, a still PhD. A doctor. Um, yeah, PhD. So, cool. I'm sure he's he's very busy. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely yeah. probably takes out, eats up a lot of his time. Yeah, he's he's, he's a really smart guy. Uh, really yeah. smart guy. Definitely to be doing yeah. doctorate in math. Who was it that um, <laughs> the 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 lead at, in Weezer? Didn't, oh yeah, does he has like a did, PhD in something? Doesn't yeah, he? yeah. He yeah. like took a break from the band so that he could go finish his schooling and get yeah. a get like a PhD. Do you know what it is? What, what it's I in? I don't remember now. Neither do I. Hmm. Yeah, it was I like, do. I do. You're you're totally right about that though. I just forget the subject. Yeah, I just I remember that when he did like the I forget what album it was where they did like the Beverly Hills song and all that stuff. Yeah, I yeah. think it was like right after that he went back to school and kind of the band kind of yeah. took a break so that he could finish his schooling. That's wild, man. People are so smart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're so smart. Blows um, my mind. The the guy um Brian May from Queen. Yeah, he has a PhD in astrophysics. I think I did read that somewhere. Yeah, that's yeah. that that's even more mind-boggling like he, he's an insane guitar player but he also has a PhD in one of the hardest most difficult most most intelligently demanding fields yes. I would imagine. Some some famous like c- celebrities or artists do have like I I wish I could remember there was somebody that I remember reading like an actor that mm. had oh the who was the actor in community um i never watched that show i've been meaning to i heard it's really good i can't remember his name now but i think donald glover is it no it's not donald glover um hold on i'm gonna look it up while we're like recording this 
Um, he's just, he's just he was a Spanish post. he was a Spanish teacher. A Spanish teacher in the. Um, and he was also in. Oh, he's been in a lot of stuff, but he was in um, Ken Jeong. Um, oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in The Hangover. The Hangover. That's yeah, what yeah. Oh, of. that guy's a genius. Oh, geez. What the fuck is that? Did she really just bring that up in here? I'm pretty sure she dropped that out of her is mouth. Is that a cricket? Yeah. She finds there is crickets. now a cricket in the room. She finds these crickets all over the house, and then she has to show me it. She's she just like, hey, him? look at this. What's she going to do with uh, it? She's going to play around with it until she murders it. That's... Fuck it up, cat. And then I have to clean up her dead crickets. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> at least she's keeping herself busy. Ken Jong is an American actor, comedian, and physician. Yeah, he, he's like a legitimate doctor. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's just like, <laughs> it's insane. That, That's really funny. You know, he does all that stuff. But yeah, some, people some, some people so are really smart, talented. Yeah, so smart and talented. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, what was I going to say after that? Um, I lost my train of thought because we went on that, went down that tangent. That cricket tangent. Well, the cricket tangent, the cricket <laughs> thing. Um, I don't even know where she is. Hopefully it's not crawling She's around by my feet. It might be. She's looking for it. Oh, God. I'm just going to put my feet up. <laughs> I don't want that crawling up my pant leg or something. Um, where was I going to go with that? Something about my old band? I don't know. Yeah, like, we, we like did touch, a, touch upon your talking old about band. Before that. <laughs> we did touch upon your old band. Rewind the tapes. Oh, now you're tired of it. You're just going to let it loose in here and come she, to me. To, she, she got bored with the cricket. She literally, I saw her like walk in the room and I'm pretty sure she dropped it out of her mouth. <laughs> I like, I saw something from the, the side of my, my eye, the corner of my eye over here. And like, she's like, Oh, next hey, thing I know there's a cricket. You guys are in here. Around. I'm going to play with this in here. I'm just <laughs> like, oh, you little you guys shit. check out what I found. She's <laughs> <laughs> uh, the worst sometimes. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to promote? Um, any other upcoming projects? Doesn't even have to be musically related. Um, Hmm. I don't know. Not necessarily. I uh, the music is is kind of the that is your thing. The main project. Yeah. 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 I will always promote um, hydro homies though. Drink lots of water, everybody. <laughs> hydro homies. <laughs> if you're not familiar, that's a uh, a subreddit. Oh, okay. Where people are always reminding each other to drink water and there's Hydro plenty of memes homies. and it's fantastic i'll have As an to add water drinker i fully approve i'll have to add that onto my uh add that subreddit on the mine all right so you're are you on reddit a lot oh yeah yeah reddit's uh how i kill a lot of time at work don't tell my boss Hydro <laughs> homies all right i'm adding i'm joining the the, the subreddit it's a fun there one. we go <laughs> yeah I'm on uh, Reddit. Do you uh, do you post a lot on Reddit? I don't really post. I'm more of a lurker. I guess. Okay. You know, I just yeah, like read through yeah, forums I'm and a, stuff. I'm a, I'm a lurker too. I used to be a lurker on Imgur or Imgur. Yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of. I I have an account. I've never posted anything. I kind of went away from that because I was spending way too much time on it. Yeah, I would like, do. I, I would spend a lot of time on. Too much uh, yeah, time. I would so be I, at work just like scrolling through. I memes. had to <laughs> wean myself off of Imgur, but I still go on Reddit to like look up memes and stuff, but. Reddit, you know, I, I like Reddit because you, you can find memes and stuff, but 
you can, there's a lot of good information yeah, on there too. Like people are very helpful. Intelligent conversations. Yeah. Or, um, there's a lot of, you know, motivational stuff on there. Um, I'm, I'm subscribed to like, or to a bunch of like writing subreddits. Yeah, um, exactly. Exactly. There's this one called writing circle jerk that <laughs> I'm a part of. Um, I don't want to know what that one's about. People just <laughs> post about, you know, stuff that they're writing. And I, I, I like just seeing what, uh, you know, the, 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 the thoughts that people toss around. Um, yeah. Yeah. So and that's, that's what I like about it. It's very, um, very communal type feeling. Like people are always like super willing to help you out. And, uh, especially, you know, you're, in a subreddit based on a particular interest, people are going to, you know, give you their thoughts on th- certain things and yeah, and give you advice and all that stuff. Yeah, and so it's plenty it's of nice information to, those, to find those communities that you can you can do those types of things and those those exist in any um, really anywhere. Like there's there's I found out there's this site that I haven't I haven't really committed to anything yet, but I was like kind of researching is called meetup.com hmm. and what it is is you can if there's a particular subject that you know you like like say i wanted to get into like writing groups is basically what i wanted to do i wanted to like sure, commit sure. to like a writing group i just didn't know how to like get out there and get out there people. well the, i found this site called meetup.com and you can go on there and there's these people that they'll post on there that they meet every week to talk about like writing and stuff like that Mm, and in in places around Pittsburgh. And I thought that was really cool. I haven't done any of it myself yet, but I just thought that the, that, that, that resource exists. Yeah. That's fantastic. I actually, uh, I've heard of that. I always assumed it was a dating app actually. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's, it sounds like it's, it's a dating dating site or a dating app, but it's actually like a place where people can meet to talk about, you know, whatever. I mean, I I, I might check that out. Actually, I could could use something like that for, for music, for music or, uh, I am, uh, I dabble in software development. Oh yeah. Yeah. Loosely. Yeah. You, you do do that. Loosely do that at, uh, work. Sort of. Yeah. Seen that. (laughs) I've seen your work. I'm, uh, kind of, I don't know. I could, I definitely, uh, feel like I've been neglecting that aspect of my education. Is that what know. you went to school for? Yeah, I studied computer science at Duquesne, and I never like like I, I was I was decent at it, but like it wasn't something I, I put a lot of effort in. Yeah, like I, I got good grades and everything, but I didn't like like there were like some some freaking nerds in there that were yeah, just you like you know like coding twenty four seven coding all the time. No, just, no, you know, sitting in front of a computer in your dorm room, just you know, coding exactly, stuff. exactly, like. Like in my free time, I was probably working on music or, or hanging out with people. Right. But I don't know. Like, I, I do want to get back into it. It was. It was. I, I enjoy it. I. I do. It's just. Uh, it's very demanding. Oh, I bet. Yeah, time-consuming, demanding. I. I'm actually requires a lot of knowledge to get around problems and solve. Yeah, problems. You need to be really good at math and just really good some, at some some things you do, others not not as much. Well, yeah. Depends what just... what like aspect of programming you're getting into. That's yeah. true. Like um, if you're getting into like machine learning, oh my god. Yeah, I had to PTSD take a, from I had to take from that class. <laughs> um, something people don't a lot of people don't know about me is I actually started out in computer science. That's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. You told me that uh, um, maybe a few weeks ago. 
Yeah. We were drinking sonnets. That's I, why I don't remember. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. And I, I hated it because I was just not very good at it. Um, and I just didn't have the attention span for it. Yeah, you really need to, like, yeah. sit down and, and just yeah. that's what you're thinking about for several hours at a time. It's just I don't have the focus to really do that sort of problem solving. I kind of think that's the reason I fell out of it the way I did is because I, I'm kind of ADD and sitting down and focusing on, on yeah on like you know programming Why? for several hours at a time is not the most lucrative thing for me yeah it's also why i'm not very good at video editing because i can't sit for long periods of time and edit mm. like I, i've done editing projects in the past and it takes me forever because i have to take breaks like all the time yeah i can't sit yeah. there for hours on end and do that i have to go do something else and then come back to it it's just it's a it's a tough process for me i love doing it but i just don't have you know the the focus i need to to do something like that so yeah it's it's really demanding i would imagine like i i edited most if not all of the audio tracks for our for our ep and that uh, takes it takes a long time but it also like you just have to it's like i don't, I don't know it's not like I have to really like think about it that much, but it's just something that you have to like sit down and like, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm not going to stop until it's done. Right. That's kind of like how I approach it. And then like, if I, if I don't get through like an entire track, it's, it bothers me. Like it's not, it's not finished. Uh, I got to keep, keep going, keep going until it's done and I'll get up and I'll, you know, take a walk around, go get a snack or, you know, get some water or coffee or something. Um, and yeah. then just get, get back into it and make sure the track's finished. Yeah, I get the. It takes a while, but I get into those it. sort of with writing as well. I get into those sort of spaces where I'm not sure where I can go with it. Oof! <laughs> Dropping your bottle. Yep. <laughs> um. Well, there goes our sponsorship. Way to go. Sorry, honey, Holly. <laughs> um. The um. <clears throat> what was I saying? Yeah. Uh, where I, I'm not sure where I want to take the story when I'm writing, so I have to kind of take a break from it and just get up and move around and sort of get the juices flowing again. Yeah, that, that, so. that's that's definitely important, too, especially for, like, creative things. Like, you're not going to... I don't know, being stationary doesn't help with creative ideas. Right. And, uh, you know, I guess on that note, like, I recently started going to the gym, and I feel like I've had more creative ideas since starting that up yeah i've been since i've been going back to the gym because i've kind of um i started back in last december and then i've been uh getting back in shape losing weight and all that stuff and ever since like i can tell like physically i feel better but also mentally i feel more driven than i have before yeah yeah like you're just like more present and yeah in, in the zone about right a lot of things yeah 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 so it, it definitely helps yeah I, I totally agree i totally agree and that was that was kind of like one of the reasons i wanted to start going to the gym in the first place right um because especially like we both know we both work very uh, sedentary jobs and we right. kind of sit on our ass for a lot of the day right so it helps to you know at the end of the day just go to the gym and expel a bunch of energy and then absolutely <laughs> absolutely it definitely get it all out just uh get that get that juice you know get the, the the you know everything 
Not only that, but get, also get, get it. Get the blood flowing. Get the blood yeah, flowing yeah, as well. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, definitely. So get those creative juices going. Oh, absolutely. Um, how can people learn more about you? Do you have social media, a website, anything like yeah, that? Yeah. Um, you can find me on Facebook, Dan Suriano. That's uh, S-U-R-I-A-N-O. And um, my Instagram is dan.suriano with a zero instead of an O at the end Ooh. of Suriano. Okay. Um, fancy, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, for all things Nafel, check out us on Facebook or Instagram. I'm sure we'll be like the first thing to come up. It's N-E-P-H-E-L-E. Okay. That's Nafel, not Nephile or Nephel or Nephil or something, uh, some other fourth thing. Because there's all kinds of people giving us random names, but it's Nephel. <laughs> N-E-P-H-E-L-E. Personally, I like Nephile. Um, but, <laughs> kidding. <laughs> um, do you guys have like a, or are you planning on doing like a band camp or something like that in the future? You mean like the the website? Yeah. With the yeah oh yeah well I'm sure our, our music will be on Bandcamp once once the EP is done and I'm sure cool. uh, Bandcamp, uh, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Amazon, you know all those yeah all, major, all those major all those services things. yeah yeah cool all right well that's give something for people to look forward to in the the coming months yeah yeah um, I, I would I would hope so <laughs> and uh, we're. I mean, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah, and, yeah. You've uh, been very supportive of the, yeah. the idea and the project. I get the got to see you guys play. Although I, it was only the tail You're end. Late showed up. I late. was late that day. <laughs> I had to work late. You know, again, we have day Missed jobs. Most of our set. I got to see the tail end of like your last song. The last the song. Set. Yeah. <laughs> but it was really good for what I saw. Thanks, man. Thank you. And I'm looking forward to seeing you guys play again. I'm looking forward to listening. We'll to be your... even tighter this time and. Uh, you know, the EP will hopefully be out by then. All right. All right. I think that that about does it. Um, any last words? Um, Stay hydrated, homies. Stay hydrated, homies. <laughs> that should be... Check out Nafel on Facebook and Instagram. That should be the new ending, the closer for this podcast. Stay hydrated, homies. Yeah. <laughs> Stay hydrated, homies. We're really, really homies. promoting that subreddit now. <laughs> It's going to be a lot of new subscribers soon. Though There will be dozens. Dozens. Maybe even hundreds. But probably dozens. dozens. <laughs> Maybe a few. <laughs> a few.